You're listening to the Hustled Up Podcast, a lifestyle and business podcast jam-packed with tools and tips to help you navigate your business, career, and life as a goal-getter, big dreamer, and multi-passionate doer. Grab your coffee, turn up the volume, and get ready to hustle up. What is up, my friends? Happy New Year. Welcome back to another episode of Hustled Up. My name is Holly. And my name is Laura. And uh, I am so excited. It is officially 2024 and we are ready to kick some major booty. And we are excited to really just level up A, our podcast game in 2024, our content posting game, our business game, and our personal game. Our <laughs> exactly so I am just so excited and I love the new year and I I'm don't get me wrong I'm sad that Christmas is over I actually really enjoyed the Christmas season and all that we did and all the fun that we had but I am ready to just get into a season of um a quiet hustle and I know that's weird to say but I love being able like the hustle and bustle of the holidays is over It's a little slower and a little more calm and a little more quiet and a lot less cluttered in my apartment, but that's neither here nor there. And, (laughs) and also with that, you know, you have more time to really think about the things you want to implement, the things you want to change, the changes you want to make and the people you want to see and put yourself with and, and the things you want to do. And you really get to like, take the time to like sit back and really reflect on the previous year and think about this. And so this is why I love January. It is my, I wouldn't say my favorite, but it's up there. I really, really enjoy January. Plus the days start getting a little longer and then you start looking forward to like spring and summer and it all just kind of starts getting good. So We have a fun topic kind of relating to everything I just said. But before we dive into that topic, I do want to take a second to remind you that if you like what you are hearing today, to pause this and go ahead and leave us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever it allows you to do so. We love them five stars and we love reading those little love letters that you guys leave for us. It means the world. Plus, it just really encourages us to keep going. And also, it does put our podcast out there for more listeners to connect with us. And we really want to make more connections in 2024. So I would love, love, love your help. Give this a quick pause. Go do that now. We'll see you in a second. Anyway, let's just dive right into today's topic. And kind of like what I was saying, we're going to talk a little bit about goal setting. And we're going to talk about um, how we basically come to set goals, um, how we break down those goals, and how we write like some to-dos to achieve said goals. Um, And just overall, we're going to talk about some of the changes we want to make in 2024, um, both personal and business related. And it does seem like there's a lot this year, but it's only because we really see a year of massive growth. And I am just so excited for what I really think is going to be like the year that our lives change. And we want to take you on this journey with us. We want you to change your lives too for the better and just make 2024 the best possible year yet. And that can only begin with knowing what you're going to do and what goals you are setting. So 
We're going to cut to the commercial break super quick. Keep on listening. We'll be right back. Hello, friend. It is your girl, Holly. And I wanted to tell you that I created my very first freebie. I am so excited about this one. If you are a fellow cleaning company owner and you feel like your Instagram is blending in with the pool of cleaning Instagrams out there, I am here to help you. Did you know that your Instagram and social media presence in general can be the deciding factor on whether or not potential client books your service over that of your competitor? I know it's crazy, but trust me, I know this firsthand. The amount of clients we have had say, I am choosing you because I love your social media. I love your TikToks. I love your Instagram. I just love your personality. It is insane. So I want to pass that information and that knowledge along to you with my freebie, four tips for getting your cleaning business to stand out on Instagram. This is a comprehensive, thoroughly detailed PDF on how to get your cleaning business to stand out on Instagram. And it is seriously going to immediately help you start kicking butt in the world of social media. So if you want this freebie, go to hustleduppodcast.com and at the top you'll see a little link that says get your freebie. Click that. You can also find the link in the show notes description box below and on our Instagram at hustleduppodcast. Enjoy. Okay, let's talk goals. So I just want to say, I want to preface this by saying next week, we're going to do a whole awesome like planner episode, another plan your hustle series episode, because y'all know this is my time to come to life. This is the time that I blossom (laughs) or at very least the planner in me blossoms and comes to life. And I'm really excited to talk about how I'm going to use my planners and how I do use my planners to keep track of these goals and these to do's. But I do want to preface this by saying that I am a pen and paper kind of gal and so is Laura. And so these goals are written down on paper. And then, you know, what we like to do is kind of break them down and discuss and and unpack them. And we did a lot of that, actually. So last week, we had a conversation, we sat down together, and we did some goal setting. And we were talking about like the different things we want to achieve and accomplish and all that stuff. And then I remember one at one point, Laura, you had said like, let's unpack that. Like, why haven't we done that yet? And like, what mm-hmm. can we do to like achieve that? And I was like, yes, I want to like <laughs> unpack everything. Okay. We are, nothing is being packed anymore. It is all being unpacked as if we had just gotten home from a weekend trip to Salem. <laughs> well, we're traveling bitches now. So everything does have to get unpacked out of our fancy ass luggage that we bought this year. <laughs> true and that stands true for our goals as well so so we we had a really nice like we actually sat down for a few maybe like an hour or two and just spoke about all of the goals we want to achieve in our business so we're going to start with that first there's a lot and like there's so many more I, I busted out my planner from this year and I went to the business goals and this list is so much longer than last year's is it yes I love that 100%. I love that <laughs> I love that. And, and, and a lot of these goals kind of stem from one major goal. So in business, usually you have that one major goal, right? And it's a, it's a, it's probably to hit a certain revenue. Maybe for some people it's to just like, like work on it full time or live a comfortable life. And we've had that goal. Like, you know, obviously when we first started our business, the goal was to be able to rely on the business for full-time income. That was number one. Um, Cause a lot of people do start businesses without 
being able to do it full time yet. Usually it's some kind of side hustle or whatever. And that's kind of how it was for us when we first started. But now we've been working on implementing and growing the business. And we've really come such a long way in the past two years since joining Cleaning Business Fundamentals or CBF for short. And we can do a whole episode on CBF. I think that's definitely due for this year where we can talk a little bit more about it. Maybe we could even ask Coach Beth if she'd like to come on and chat about it. Who knows? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to be like fangirling on air. I know. (laughs) She's amazing. She's our coach and she has like really just steered us in the right direction. And we even told her some of our goals and to which she said, well, duh. Oh my God. Yes. We thought that our goal, our main goal, which we're going to tell you guys was so outlandish and such a stretch goal. And when we told Beth, she literally looked at us like we had nine heads and was like, like a duh. And I was like, oh, I could breathe. Okay, so this is not a crazy outlandish goal to have. <laughs> it's not. And and Laura, you should, pro- we should probably, I have to read it first. Laura just read a book called 10X is Better Than 2X. Mm-hmm. And it's written by the same people who wrote Who Not How. And it is about like leveling up those goals and like kind of, you know, uh, how do you say it? Like making them larger than what you think you can even achieve kind of thing. Um, or at least that's like one of the prefaces of the book. I don't fully know. I didn't read it, but we'll definitely do a plan your hustle. I mean, no, a book club on that. A book club episode. We have to, it's like the concepts in this book. Some of them are so simple that it will literally blow your mind. And like the title alone, like 10 X is easier than two X. It's like, what, how is that even possible? No, it's not. Yes, it is. And fake news. You will (laughs) see when we do the book club about like, how you know it's I, I won't even get into it we'll save that for book club talk. I love it I love it but let's go back to the main goal because we haven't said it yet and it just sounds it does sound crazy but our main goal to hit by the end of December 2024 is to hit a one million dollar run rate to be a one million dollar company and by yes and to to establish ourselves as a seven-figure business um it this at this point if we hit it by the end of december we would receive our green jackets in april now let me just tell you what the green jacket is and why it's so important so our cleaning business you know mentorship program group does a green jacket ceremony every single year and you know what i will actually film it and i will post it to hustled up in April when we go um, so that you guys can see how magical it is. But basically when you establish that million dollar run rate and maintain it for three months, you can, you qualify for a green jacket, like a literal green suit jacket in this awesome ceremony that they have in Texas every single year. So if we can hit this million dollar run rate by the end of December, it means that if we can maintain it anyway for January, February, March, we get our green jackets in April which is super exciting and nerve wracking. <laughs> oh my God, literally. That's like the first thing that's going on my vision board. Now, I want to get tr- a little transparent with numbers because I think that's important. Um, at the beginning of January, our run rate, run rate was probably in the low 200 Ks. Now, we weren't keeping track of our arm numbers. <laughs> it's one of the things you got to do. <laughs> Nobody tells you that being a business owner is all math. Super fun. Um, <laughs> but we we would guesstimate that we were in the low 200s. Now we have established a run rate of over 400K. And as of last week, it was like 
470 something it dipped a little bit because of christmas and just non-stop cancellations which is why you only do monthly run rates but i sometimes like to do a weekly run rate just to see like where we're at um but we've really grown a lot and it and it's it's harder they say or you know one of the coaches actually coach Derek, Derek christian says it's actually harder to grow your business from zero to 500k than it is to grow your business from 500k to 1 million and we are really really close to 500k so we think that what's going to happen is once we hit that number we're going to have you know obviously more um overhead money to play with and we're going to be able to like really push it into marketing and just start implementing other things to propel us forward and hit that million dollar run rate now let me explain to you what a run rate is because i didn't even know what this was probably before last year so the run rate is if you were making what you made that month every month for 12 months that's the number that your run rate is your revenue that you would hit for 12 months. Okay. So I hope that makes sense. So at a million dollars, even I'm going to actually, I literally have my calculator out right now as we speak. Um, if you divide a million dollars by 12, that means that we would need to make $83,333 and 33 cents in revenue for the month to establish a $1 million run rate. We are almost at 40K. So we are almost halfway there. We are very, very, very close right now. And I I can't wait for that day that we actually hit it. <laughs> I do but, want to say too, real quick, going back on my our business goals from last year, I checked my planner and I had written down double your revenue. And we have more than doubled our revenue in this past year. So that's we true. did hit last year's financial goal. That's actually really cool. I yeah. I don't I don't know where last year's goal list is. So you're going to it's somewhere I'm sure in one of these like drawers in one of my planners, but I'm so glad you have yours cuz that's awesome. Yeah. We and now we want to take that number and like a little more than double it. But if we we're able to double last year's run rate, we can probably double this one too. Yeah. And it really like over the course of the year, the amount of changes we implement, it's like it's insane how many changes we actually implemented. And all of those changes have really led us to where we are and to have this like kind of potential, a number that I never, ever thought a cleaning business could achieve. But then Laura and I started surrounding ourselves with people who easily hit that million dollar run rate, $2 million companies, $3 million companies end up. It's insane what a residential cleaning company has the potential to do. But you have to be willing to learn. You have to be willing to implement. You have to be willing to like suffer a little bit. You have to do things scared, which I really want to tell you guys my word of the year. Should I just say it? I'm going to say yeah, it next I week too. Pick a word yet. Tell me. You didn't pick a word? I so <laughs> we will talk more about words of the year next week. But I did pick my word of the year, which is a word that like guides you throughout the year and you kind of use it to draw inspiration from. And I chose the word bravery. Yeah, because a lot of things scare me, but I just want to be brave and do things that. even though I'm scared. Love that. As our, as our coach says, do it scared. That's one, yes. one of her catchphrases. And it's one of her things that she says. And I was like, she's so right. And I don't want to be afraid to set boundaries in my life. I don't want to be afraid to set these big goals in my life. 
So anyway, little tangent, but I'm really excited. Laura, I cannot wait to hear your word of the year. I know. I'm literally, my wheels are turning now. I'm like, oh my God, I haven't even put any thought into this. I need to definitely do some reflecting based on my personal and these goals and really like come up with something juicy. Yes, I can't wait. Well, yes, we'll (laughs) discuss them by next week. So make sure you have that. Um, But anyway, so, so we need, yes, we need to make going back to like what I was originally saying, $83,333.33 a month. Once we hit that, we are officially at the $1 million run rate, we can call ourselves a seven figure business. Now, to hit a million dollars, we're going to break this down even more. What do we need every week? We need $19,230 a week. That is so freaking close to double. It is so close, Laura. <laughs> I know. Remember, I literally, I, <laughs> I'm such a psycho. The other day, I literally counted the days in 2024 because we know every month is different. Holidays, days were closed. And I literally went so granular as to how many days are in the year and how much income we would need per day because that's how determined. I don't have it in front of me. But that's how determined Holly and I are to hit these numbers. And I feel like with goals in general, knowing how to get there and breaking it down is even more important than setting the goal itself. Yeah. Yeah, no. You have to make a game plan. Because if you're just setting a goal without a game plan, you just have a dream. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. And to go on a little tangent here, which we're not going to go over all of these, but just to give you a sneak peek into our process, while setting these goals and writing these lists down, Holly and I on the back of our sheet also had a 2024 business to do's where in which we broke down the to do's needed to hit each goal. So you really just want to like break everything down, have a game plan. And as Holly said, unpack that beautiful luggage. Yes. Like, how are you, what are you going to do to like, what are we going to do to become a seven figure business? What does that entail? What does it mean to be a seven figure business? What do other seven figure residential cleaning businesses do to be successful. And one of the most important things I will just throw it out there is talk to other seven figure cleaning company owners. That's like one of the most important things you can do. If you think that you can do it all on your own, I'm sorry, you are gravely mistaken and I feel sorry for you. So I'm really hoping that a little bit of tough love coming out of me right now will help you realize, oh crap, I better invest some money in a really good mentor and start surrounding myself with people who know more because I can guarantee you, you don't know everything. Yeah, but you don't want to be the smartest person in the room. My goal is to always be the quote unquote least educated person in the room so that I can learn. Like it's comfortable and it feels cushy and good to be a, you know, big fish in a little pond. No, I want to strive to be the littlest fish in a ginormous pond. Yep. Just call me an anchovy. Just call me an (laughs) anchovy. (laughs) So, so this kind of leads us to our second goal of the year. And this is one that a lot of you may not understand. So I'm going to break it down and kind of like explain it a little bit more, but we want to join the CBF pros by September of 2024. Now we are almost there. I mean, there, there's like absolutely no doubt that we will not be in CBF pros by 2024. What is pros? It is a tier in the CBF program um, where basically you, it's hard to say, it's hard to like explain it, but it's basically like a level up in the program where you are with people who are closer to your level of business. You know what I mean? So you have to establish a certain amount of things to join pros. You have to establish a $500,000 run rate, which we are like cents away from that at this point. (laughs) A $500,000 run rate. Um, 
Is there other? There is other things. There is that other I just things. Can't... I think you have to have an office, an admin. I'm pretty sure you have to have some kind of admin working in your office. Um, you have to live above the line, meaning you can't be, you know, one of those people that talk shit about other people. You have to be like a very high integrity person. Um, there was other things. I have it somewhere written in my phone because I was like, yep, we're going to do this. So when you and and what's cool is that when you join pros and you meet all of these requirements, you are surrounding yourself with all the same people, people who have established $500,000 or more in revenue, people who have office staff, other leaders, people who are mop free, people who um, obviously um, are high integrity people. And so, yeah, it's cool to just say like, oh, I'm a CBF pro. Like I, you know, that it's a cool, um, you know, bragging, right? <laughs> <laughs> but the bigger thing is that we are surrounding ourselves with people who are achieving all of the same shit and have the same goals and, and, and have the same drive that we have. It's so much more than just saying, oh, I'm a CBF pro. Plus, I mean, obviously the people who are in the pros tier, they get separate trips and separate uh, coaching calls and et cetera. Um, and, and a lot of those relate to y- that level of your business. You know, obviously there are way different fish to fry when you are a $600,000 company versus when you are a $100,000 company and you're still cleaning alongside a couple of techs or whatever. It's it's just very different. So they address all of the things that you start, you know, as you know, and our coach always says this, there's a new devil at every level. So, uh, or she's from Texas. There's a new devil at every level. <laughs> I say that with love. I love her so much. She is my life and my idol. And I just... I just want to hang out with her for a day. She doesn't even know. But anyway, um, (laughs) but she, she really understands that. And that's why she created these different tiers of business so that you can connect with people who are experiencing those devils at those new levels that um, you probably don't even expect. Because I remember that when me and Laura first started our business, (laughs) do you remember this, Laura? Let me just, let's just rewind for a minute. Oh boy. (laughs) When we first, when we started our business, this was back in, I think 2018, we were like, oh, yeah, like, we're going to hire an employee. And you you were like, no, we're not going to be able to hire an employee anytime soon. <laughs> so you were way off base. I was like, and I was like, when we hire an employee, all of our problems will be solved. Oh, my God. Yes, I believe you did say that. I did say that. What a oh stupid idiot. God. What a stupid, dumb idiot I am. In fact. I, <laughs> but you don't it, know what you don't know you don't know what you don't know and I just thought oh when we get employees like we will be life will be good and oh we will be smooth God. sailing it is more people to please more people to worry about more people to deal with like it is just more people and it is a lot harder so silly me um but that was one of those new devils that I had to understand and experience and back in I say this I've said it a million times I know I have back in 2021 we were just not hiring good people they were running all over us they were calling out sick every day they had no integrity whatsoever um but with the help of like-minded people and mentors and just talking to people and understanding what we deserved as business owners we were able to cut loose all of them. Every single one is now gone. And we have a staff of people who work full time, who never call out sick. It's wild. It is wild that I don't wake up fearing that somebody will call out sick anymore. Because I know. It's like you yeah. take it for granted. You really do. And you're like, oh, my God. 
this is what high integrity looks like. Yes. <laughs> like so because crazy. A couple, just a few years ago, we used to wake up every day fearful that somebody was calling out sick. And most of the time there was because yeah. the people just didn't care to make money. I don't know. Yeah. And you, well, you really do treat, uh, you teach people how to treat you. And we were teaching our staff that it was okay to walk all over us. It was okay to call out sick and misbehave and do this. And you'd still have a job at the end of the day. And now we teach our employees what we will tolerate and what we won't tolerate. And that's really, that's a lesson to take with you into life too, which I'm going to really try to take into 2024 is like, you teach people how to treat you. You really do. Yep. You do. You really do. And that also ties into boundaries, like setting boundaries. I I definitely want to do an episode on this because I'm, it's really been like weighing heavy on me, but, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to go crazy with that (laughs) anyway. Okay. So that was the second goal, right? Joining CBF Mm -hmm. pros, putting ourselves into a room with more people who want the same things that we do, who are achieving the same things that we are. That is so important. So whether you are just starting a cleaning business or you are, you're already at a million dollar run rate, you can still use a mentor. We highly recommend Cleaning Business Fundamentals. This is not sponsored. We pay for that. <laughs> we pay for, they don't pay us. We pay them. But I just felt the need to say, like, it is highly recommended um, from us. It has changed the entire trajectory of our business and is the reason why we have been able to set the goal of hitting a million dollar run rate. Um, okay, now let's jump to the next one. What else does a million dollar business have? They have a lot of technicians, but they don't just have cleaning technicians. They have what we like to call A players and probably some B players, but you really don't want too many C players. (laughs) You don't want any C players. (laughs) We want A and B players. We want them to be full-time cleaning techs. We are, we, you know, and this is more than just saying like, oh, I want an employee. I want 10 employees. I want 15. We want 15 uh, cleaning techs. But now we've come to, have the need to establish our client avatar. And we started doing that. We started, uh, I'm sorry, our employee avatar. We have started establishing our employee avatar. And now we know just literally from the moment they walk through the door and how they like say hello, we know whether or not we think they'll be a good fit. Now, of course we give, we interview and we make sure, but we are really good We have our 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 avatar so solid at this point, which I would love to get it on paper. I think we do need to get it on paper. Um, But our avatar, our avatar is so solid that we just know. It makes it a little bit harder to hire though, because we are gunning for the for the big fish, and we just want like the best of the best. But luckily, our systems have allowed us to um, be picky because we picky. Yes, (laughs) we're we're a little too picky. Sometimes we're a little too picky, but there are, there are just certain, you know, we used to hire anybody with legs. Oh yeah. We used to say, can you breathe? Okay. You got the job. Basically. So now, you know, we, we use, we outsource our recruiting to a company called Woot Recruit and they are amazing too. Another thing we recommend, we have to do like another delegation episode for sure. For sure. Um, <laughs> think about all, all the future episodes I want to do in 2024. So hopefully, <laughs> you know, you guys are listening and you're like, oh shit, they got some good episodes on the, on the queue here. Um, <laughs> but we, you know, you got to establish your employee avatar. What kind of person is someone you want working for you? What kind of person do you want to be the face of your company? Because all of the cleaning techs you hire or, you know, whatever business you run, 
your technicians, your employees, whatever, all the people that you hire, these are actually people who are a visual representation of your company. And so you want somebody with integrity, with morals, somebody who's friendly, someone maybe who makes eye contact. That's pretty important to us. Um, It's not a deal breaker, but it's, it's definitely a green flag. Someone who doesn't show that they're lazy, someone who loves working, maybe Um, somebody who like shares the same core values as you, like, you know, for us, our big things are, I'm, I'm not going to name all the core values because I, I need like, I would need a second to think about them. Um, but like being kind and being selfless and treating people with respect and just putting out good, even though, even though we don't always get it back, especially as cleaning technicians, um, donating to charity and getting involved with the community and giving back. Like these are things that we value. These are our core values. And we want to make sure that our, the people we hire are sharing those same core values. So whenever we have somebody who comes in, they're like, Oh, I know you are a partner of uh, cleaning for a reason. I love it. I want to, you know, clean for cancer patients also. And, you know, I'm like, yes, this is the person I want to represent me and represent my company. So that is what we have decided. 15 full-time A and B players. We want them to share the same core values as us, obviously, and match our client. Um, I'm sorry, I keep saying client, our employee avatar. Perfectly said. <laughs> I have I know, nothing I, to add. <laughs> that's great. I'm taking I I am, I know I'm doing most of the talking. I do want to say I'm not being a hog. Laura is under the weather. And so I, you probably can hear it in her voice. She's stuffy. So I'm trying to give her a little bit of a break. <laughs> Thank you. I do appreciate that. <laughs> okay, great. Fantastic. Um, and then going even further into this, we want five deep clean specialists and we want three trainers. I'm not, we're not going to go too much into this because I think we would need a separate episode for this. Yeah, but I would these like are... a separate episode on that, honestly. Sure. Yeah. We'll definitely, again, add it to the queue. <laughs> I might have to listen to back I was on this. Say, I wish I had a pen and paper to take notes, but I. <laughs> you know what? I'll just put it into a translator, like, Perfect. or a, a transcriber. We'll put, we'll, you know, they have like those AI transcribers. We'll just do that and we'll like, check, we'll grab them all, all the ones that we said. Perfect. Um, but yeah, so five deep clean specialists, these would also be cleaners and five, uh, I'm sorry, three trainers who are also cleaners, but they're just like promoted from within the cleaning, like people. (laughs) Um, and then we also add a million dollars. We want an office person, like I'm thinking customer service and sales, like this is important, but obviously we are going to hone in on like the exact, um, kind of, uh, I can't think of the word. What's the word? What? <laughs> huh? The role. The role. Oh, like the like, role. Normally I know what, what you're talking about, but I'm like, huh? No, like we will figure out exactly what role we need to fill. The oh, position, yeah, maybe? Yeah. The position we yeah. need to <laughs> I was like, I would love to help, but I don't Y'all, know what you're talking I'm, about. I'm tired. Like, Laura's been sick at home, and I use that as an excuse to work from home, and my brain is mush. Like, I, I'm Holly's so like, sorry. Holly's like, Laura's sick. <laughs> I don't feel good either. Oh, I, I gotta stay home. Our souls are one. I feel we... her sickness through our soul best friend energy. You, you know what? You're not wrong, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what it is. But yeah, we want. To, are you talking about the VA? We want to hire the VA. Well, we want an in-person office person once we oh, hit that yes, million dollar yes, run rate. Right? And yes, we want to hire a VA once we hit the $600,000 run rate, which is going to be very soon. Yeah. And that does scare the ever-living crapola out of me, like hiring a VA. Like having somebody who is not in-house with us scares me, but a lot of companies do it and have a lot of success with it. 
So yes. I'm trying to be open-minded. I'm trying to trying to keep an open mind. So once that time comes, we will, of course, ask our mentors. We will ask our groups. We will make sure we take all of the right necessary steps to hire the best of the best VA to help us out with our business and become part of the family virtually. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Which it's it's been done. And you know what? I keep, I my like, um, what is it? Knee-jerk reaction is to be like, we don't need it. We got it. We don't need it. We don't need it. But like, mm-hmm. if I've learned anything from that 2X, no, 10X is easier than 2X book. It's you don't got it. Give it to somebody else. <laughs> Because you, you need don't it. Get it. Yeah. You're basic. No. You're basic. <laughs> You're basic. I'm basic. The VA is not basic. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's that's going to be an adventure. And we'll keep you tuned in on that little journey and how that goes. Oh, so I'm so excited. I'm, oh, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. <laughs> I'm thrilled. And and I want to just quickly tangent. It's not really even a tangent, but like quickly say this just wasn't on my list. Um. It's really important to break down these goals, right? So obviously we want to hire a VA. We want this VA to do customer service mostly. I don't want to do customer service anymore. It is, it drains me. I get emotional. I I take it personally. It's a direct attack at my integrity when I get a complaint. I don't know why this is just how it feels and I can't do it anymore. So we want to delegate out customer service. So what did we put on our list of to do's on the back of the paper? to get playbooks in order, to get strategies and protocols and procedures in order and know exactly what they are and get very strict with them about honestly everything, but especially customer service. Maybe we want different levels of complaints and the VA deals with certain levels. How do they handle it? Do they ask for photos of the areas in question? Do they contact the technicians? At what point during the complaint process do they contact the technicians? Now, these are all things we have to think about. And I actually do have a playbook written for this, but I'm definitely going to reassess um, and make sure that it's good and have Laura read it over. And I'll probably have one of our our colleagues read it over. Um, But this is like one of the to-dos we established because we want to hire a VA. But you can't just say, oh, I want to hire a VA. Don't know what I want them to do. I just want one to say, I have one. (laughs) That, 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 I mean, that's cool, but that, that's not, it's not going to work well in your favor unless you know exactly why you're setting these goals. Like it's important to know why and, and specifically what you want to get out of these goals. Right. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Awesome. hundred percent. As our coach says, does it feel like eating glass when you do this task? Cause those are the things that you have to delegate first. And I would say for Holly and myself, the only, or at least I don't know, I can speak for myself. The only task that does feel like chewing glass is customer service. 100%. Everything else I can do. It's not like I, you know, jump up and down for joy when I do some of these tasks, but that's the only one that feels like eating glass. That's got to be the first one to go. It just, it drains me. It kills me. I just, mm-hmm. I, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. And, you know, there are VAs who can help with this who are also better at it than we are. Yeah. And they'll be detached. They're emotionally and mentally removed from it where they're just there to do their job and they're going to do it better because they are able to keep the emotion out of it, which Holly and I, as best we try, aren't always able to. Yep. Oh man. I can't wait for that. (laughs) That's, that's like what I'm most excited about. (laughs) I'm so, I'm so thrilled about this. I'm so thrilled. Okay. So Um, here's another important one. And this also kind of goes to the whole like VA thing too, a little bit, like it just ties in and makes sense. So we have, obviously we use Google voice as our, um, as our, as our 
business communication and I hate it. I think Laura hates it. I it's hate not, it. I, it's I, not, especially recently. I feel like yes. it's been really getting trippy lately. Like sometimes texts don't go through. Recently, all the voicemails are going to Holly's personal phone. She has to send me screenshots when it's a sales call coming in. So like, annoying. So annoying. It's not been good. It's not scalable. It's not growing with us. And it's just not making sense anymore. So we need to get off of Google Voice. And going off of that, we have Google Voice connected to our personal cell phones. And Google Voice, or at the very least the personal one that we use, does not give you the option to like turn off your notifications or do automated um like messages, you know, like when you're closed for the day, for example, like how nice would it be when somebody texted that they got just a message back saying like, hi, this is an automated message. We're closed. We'll like contact you in the morning or whatever. Um, so there's just more things we need and we don't want this on our phones anymore. Like once it turns five o'clock or four o'clock or four thirty, whatever, I don't want to have to, I don't want to have to deal with it. I don't want to think about it. I just want to set that boundary. Um, and establish a boundary between work and my personal life and be able to enjoy my life and not have to stress about work related things, especially things that can wait until the morning. Um, so, so this is something that I really, really would like to do. Yeah. This is very high on the list for me, I think. And I think for you as well, because for the long, I mean, Holly and I have been in business, like she said, since 2018. And although we've gotten a lot better about handling things and being less emotional when things like complaints come through, you don't know how many times a bad email or a bad text has ruined our night, ruined our weekend, ruined our Friday. Like it just, it just happens. We're human. And just to know that that's not even a possibility or an option. Oh my God. That sounds like heaven. Literally, literally oh a slice God. of heaven. So that's very high on the list, which we've already actually started taking steps to make this happen because we we had originally said we wanted that done by the beginning of uh, quarter two, but it's going to happen sooner than that. I can feel it. It is going to happen sooner than that. And we are ready and it'll probably involve paying for um, some kind of subscription, you know, to, to, you know, you know, they have things like ring central and grasshopper and open phone. So we're probably going to have to look into it. I wanted to use Google voice for business which is tied to google workspace but they don't let you port your number out to a from a business personal line to a business i'm sorry a google voice personal line to a google voice business line which is so annoying like google you need to get on top of this it's so frustrating because i want everything tied together but it's probably not going to happen realistically or at least anytime soon so we're probably going to have to um you know subscribe to something else but anyway Doing this would be helpful, too, because then a VA would be able to, like, take phone calls and stuff. They're not going to be able to do that with a Google Voice personal line. Um, With all of these bigger things, uh, subscriptions or whatever, you can have, like, call forwarding. You can have different lines for, like, customer service, a line for sales, a line for, you know, whatever. So um, this is huge. And we want to hit this by – we want to have our phones completely detached from the business by Q2. We think it's going to happen sooner. We will tell you more when it does happen. But this is big. Yeah, this is going to be huge for our mental health. I can feel it. Yes. And I feel like what happens is when I'm constantly like dealing with shit after hours, I am just bleeding dry. Like my well is just drying out and I'm burnt out and I'm exhausted and I'm frustrated. And Laura knows I've called her. uh, How many times, Laura, have I just said like, I am the business and I don't want to be anymore? Yeah. 
like I just I have other passions like obviously even this is a passion and blending and polish and like creating content like these are all passions that I also need to worry about and I can't and I do them after work hours usually so I can't be worrying about chores and more stuff when I have other things going on after work hours like I just can't so um I'm hoping that getting it off of our phones and getting that VA will really help with this definitely and it'll help us be more productive during the actual work hours because we know, like, I feel like for me, if I know 100% I am not dealing with anything chores more related outside of work hours, I think it'll actually allow me to focus my time better during work when I'm at the office. Yes. You know? Our mentor has said, our, our coach has said, like, she is super duper productive for, like, two and a half hours a day. And she dedicates that time to, like, really honing in on what she needs to do for the business and whatever. And then she her phone goes off after four o'clock or five o'clock I don't remember but like like she knows that she can only like focus during certain hours of the day and so you really have to like be in touch with yourself and figure out like what your boundaries need to be for 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 your work life versus your personal life versus you know your side hustle life or whatever yeah definitely so that's huge oh my gosh I can't wait for that too so many good things happening so many good things so I do things. have another one here that we, it, so this was on our list last year. I, I had written down, I don't know why this was written down. I had get 99% mop free, which I'm like, uh, hello, do it all the way or don't do it at all. What the hell, Laura? But our goal this year is to stay 100% mop free all year, which uh, I have to admit we are going into the field a little bit beginning of January. But after that, we are not allowing ourselves because we have found, especially these past two months, when we allow ourselves to step back in the field or we allow ourselves to be an option, it's a slippery slope. And then we're cleaning one day a week and that goes to two days a week, goes to three days a week. And then we're not in the office being productive, answering phone calls, getting things done. And it's just not good for anybody. So that's a huge goal for us to stay. And it sounds like it'd be so easy, but for Holly and I who actually like to clean and it's kind of nice for us to go in the field, pop in our headphones, let our brain just chill for a little bit it's actually a lot harder than it sounds. And especially when so many sales calls are coming in and we have to turn people away because we don't have any openings in our schedule. It's real, real easy for me to say, well, Holly, we're free. Like, let's just go clean. Let's earn that extra money. And we really have to set our boundary with that too and just say no. Yeah. And you know, it's so funny. You, I just, this actually just popped into my head, Laura. So I'm going to put it out there. I liked going back into the field because I did like being able to, there was one day and I might've mentioned this in a previous episode where I went out and I cleaned alone. I cleaned solo. It was my first day ever doing it. I cleaned two houses that day and I was like in my glory. Laura was in the office. She was dealing with the interviewing and the sales calls and the customer service and everything else that, you know, the office person deals with. And I was just out there listening to um, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like, audiobook <laughs> that had just come out. Uh, and literally, they brought back a lot of the original cast. So, like, I was listening to my absolute love, James Marsters, a.k.a. Spike. And it was, like, nothing changed in my life. And... Um, I was like, wow, this is like a magical day. Now, you know what else would have been magical, Laura? Taking a personal day. Oh, my God. What, what is that? What? <laughs> <laughs> just taking a personal day to just That's like so chill. That's maybe, so maybe, go, maybe go shopping. Maybe go get a pedicure. Go to take yourself to lunch. Like, I don't know. Read a book. 
just stay home outdoors oh stay my in God. bed go for a walk like wow how nice would that be to just take a personal day like we had to use cleaning That's and i'm just cute. realizing it now oh as you say God. it we were using cleaning as an excuse to turn our brains off oh my god when did you have this revelation just now just this second oh my god you're so right because you know what it is and here's the really screwed up thing i think about owning a business is we use it as an excuse but who are we justifying that excuse to because we don't have a boss we're justifying it to ourselves because if i'm taking a personal day then i feel lazy i feel like a piece of shit i feel like the reason my business is not growing but if i'm cleaning i'm being productive it's so screwed up yeah we really have to get better like this is definitely going to be on my list of personal like goals and stuff or to do I don't know whatever I'd put it on is to like really just understand and realize that relaxation also helps productivity yeah well so they talk about this actually a lot and I'm bringing it up again 10x is easier than 2x they talk about how he has on his calendar every single year a certain amount of productive days a certain amount of you know he has two different types of productive days and then he has a certain amount of rest days and it's almost as many days as he has productive days and he has to take them no matter what that's amazing and definitely what's needed yeah so that's pretty much all i have for the business goals do you want to move on to personal goal solve yeah i I I stay slacking and I didn't write any of my personal <gasps> goals down. I know Holly, so bad. Who I'm are so bad. you? I will have this done. I will have this done before this episode drops, hopefully. <laughs> oh my god. Well, you must like kind of at least know some of your personal goals. Like I'm sure like even though it's not like pen to paper, I'm sure you know some that you have in mind. Yeah, so I have the overall goal in mind for sure, but I do like to as I think I said earlier in this episode, break them down, you know, like yeah. unpack them as you said. Um and I so I like to write down like how I can unpack it, right? So uh, one of my biggest goals is to lose 60 pounds. The stretch goal is to lose 75 pounds. It's mm-hmm. a lot of in weight. In how long? In the year? In the whole year. In the okay. whole year. Yeah. Um, oh, my cat is meowing at me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she's, she's like, you could do it, mom. Yeah, she's cheering me on. My little cheerleader. Uh, so obviously I have to unpack this. What am I going to do to lose that weight? Am I going to follow a stricter diet? Obviously, yes. But what is it going to be? Um, You know, Laura and I plan on doing some kind of macro program in January. Hopefully that will still work out. We'll give you more details if it does. Um, But like, what else is there? How many times a week do I want to work out? Because, you know, you could say, oh, the goal is to just work out in 2024. But what does that mean? Like what, what kind of workouts or how often or like what time of day do you see yourself working out? I know for a fact that I am not going to be a gym girly. It's just probably never going to happen. So for me, working out means using the treadmill at my parents' house on a lunch break or going out for walks at work, taking the dog for more walks, um, doing, you know, playing ring fit at home, playing just dance at home. Like there are lots of things you can do and you don't have to, you know, fall into these like ideal, like ideologies. I don't know. That's not the word, but like you don't have to like, believe that you have to go to the gym to like get into shape or you have to do something a certain way that somebody else does it. You have to do what will help you succeed in achieving that goal. That's so true. And you know what? The fitness experts will tell you, I listen to this great podcast called Mind Pump and it's um it's really a wonderful podcast. I highly recommend it if you're into like health and fitness and whatnot. But they 
always talk about how like no matter what, like they could tell you the best routine to do, the routine that's going to get you the hardest results. No, they always say, and a lot of fitness experts, if they're good at what they do, will tell you the best workout to do is the one that you'll do consistently, consistently, no matter yeah. what it is. If like, if it is walking, if that's what you're going to do consistently, why do I keep saying consistency? Consistently, then that's the best one to do. And I think knowing yourself and knowing what's going to work for you and just being really, really honest with yourself is really what's so important and most important when it comes to actually hitting these goals. Yes. Yep. Like, you know you're not going to be a gym girly. Like for me, I know that in the past I've had the most success working out in the morning. If I get my workout done first thing in the morning, usually that's when I've had the most success. So I know that that's something that I have to do and I have to make time to do to be consistent and just knowing yourself and getting really honest, you know, it, like I remember, um, this past year, Justin showed me P90X, which, or no, was it P90X? Insanity. One, I think it was Insanity. One of those like crazy DVDs where like you literally want to vomit by the end because it's so hard. And by <laughs> day like four, I was like, I don't like this. I don't want to do this. And so I stopped. And I think that that's so important. Like if you don't like something, don't freaking do it. You're not going to do it consistently. This is why I dropped out of the 75 hard challenge like mm -hmm. a month in. I just... It wasn't for me. And I said, you know what? There's no freaking way I'm working out twice a day once being outside. I can definitely do once a day workouts. I can definitely drink, you know, I forgot how many ounces. Of, you had to drink a whole gallon of water, gallon, right? Like yeah. absurd. I could definitely drink. Now, <laughs> now I can drink a good amount of water. But back then I was like hardly drinking water as it was. And I felt like I was internally drowning when I first mm -hmm. started. Like there are just certain things that you have to know. Like when you set a goal, you know, you have to figure out how you can succeed at it and like what works for you because what yeah. works for you doesn't work for somebody else so you may have the same goal you know maybe you and a friend have a goal of losing 60 pounds but that friend wants to hit the gym every morning at 5 a.m guess what that ain't what i'm doing i'm <laughs> hitting the gym at 5 a.m like i will i would rather focus on dieting and then maybe going for and doing cardio at night or whatever um so that's definitely my my first goal, though. And, and, and I like to get specific. Like, I know that I want to lose 60 pounds, stretch, and I love to set stretch goals. Like, oh, if I can hit that, then I'd love to lose 75. That's the stretch goal. Um, but at least if I hit the 60, I wouldn't feel so disappointed. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I think that's important. Like, I did write a number goal for myself, too. I would like to lose 53 pounds. But honestly, I wrote some other things below that that are more important to me. Like, I personally feel like a non-scale victory is more important. I wrote, be able to wear tank tops again. Because Holly knows I hate my arms. I always have. I feel like they're disproportionate to my body. I don't like them. So if at the end of my year comes and I lost only like 45 pounds, but I'm feeling confident in a tank top, I'm taking that as a win. So I think it's important, especially because I know a lot of people are going to set weight loss goals this new year. I think non-scale victories are so important and I highly encourage you set them for yourself. Yes, absolutely. And, and I think like knowing your why, like Laura has her whys, you know, like, mm -hmm. Like, why does she want to lose this? Because she wants to feel good in tank tops. Why do I want to lose it? Because I don't want to have fucking diabetes. <laughs> like, so, like, I have it in the family. Like, that's scary. It's scary mm -hmm. for me. So there are, you know, you have to know why you're setting your goals. Like, oh, maybe one of your goals is to, and I'll just go ahead and do, um, and, and do mine, is like daily self-care. Like, every day I want to do one thing that is self-care. And I even, this I started to do. It's so cute. I'll definitely make sure I post it when it's finished. 
But in my planner, I am writing like a little self-care menu. And it's all the things that I love to do that I consider to be self-care. So I can actually read what I have. Oh, yeah. I'm very curious about this. Yeah. So I'll read all of them um, because I have them all written down. I'm just making them like I'm just putting it on cute paper now. So (laughs) you're getting your calligraphy pens out. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know me, like my colored pens, I'm doodling, you know, you know, the She's drawing the Mona Lisa. You know, you know how it is. I got to put it over a painting. Like, that's just how it goes. No. <laughs> um, but a warm bath. Like, I never take baths. So, and I love baths. Laura, I'm sorry. I know you can't do this. I know. I'm so jealous. She has a stand-up shower. But for me, like, warm baths, bubble baths, any kind of bath is like, I just love them. Um, getting massages, which is something that we've been doing because we barter for those, which is incredible. Um, uh, a pedicure, preferably with my mom, <laughs> walking my dog, playing video games, because mine too. <laughs> playing video games. Yep. Because I, I just don't make time. Like I don't make time for that. And I love it. Um, I love playing video games. Like, you know, the amount of times Laura and her family will say, Oh, we're playing Mario party. And I'm like, you know what? I have so many other things I need to be doing, but like, I need some self-care in my life. Like I'm going to play this game and like, just put everything that I should be doing aside. But sometimes I just need that. Um, Putting on makeup or doing my hair sounds crazy, but when I put on makeup or when I do my hair, I feel so much better about myself. I feel good about myself. I don't put on makeup for other people. I put it on for me. Um, Doing a face mask. I love, I love face masks, guys. Like, especially the sheet masks, I've noticed, are, like, my new favorite thing. And I've been obsessing over them. So that's another one. Skincare routines, like doing my skincare for the day. Listening to music. Shopping. I have Netflix and chill on here. <laughs> I love that. Take a nap. Diffuse essential oils. Eat a yummy meal. Comfy pajamas. Or getting myself an iced coffee. <laughs> Love that. That all sounds magical. <laughs> Doesn't it? Like, it all it just does. sounds so good. And these are, like, just little things that I can do for myself. Like, a, like a little, like, today, I literally um, did a nice skincare routine with, I was gifted some skincare products by a company. And um, I did it, and I filmed it for TikTok, and now my skin feels so soft and smooth and, like, I just feel really like refreshed after that. Like I feel good. And now I'm ready. You know, I want to clean. I want it. There's so much I want to do today. Now I feel like I can be productive because I had my relaxing morning and I did my skincare and I feel good about that. You know, Mm -hmm. that's awesome. I love that. And I think that self-care, I mean, I don't even think like this is kind of like just a known fact. It's really good for your mental health. And my therapist all the time is like, what did you do for self-care this week? And I'm like, nothing. (laughs) <laughs> and he always yells at me and he's like you gotta do self-care so I want to do these things I could add more to this like I think you know treating myself out to like a night out with friends or something like there are lots of other things I can definitely do but this is like a good start a good starting list because I always feel good after I do any of these things on this list no that's that's so good honestly I have something similar on my list I have to improve my mental health mm-hmm. and under that I wrote things like that bring me self-care, like playing video games, making time for crafting, micro-cleaning, because when my space is tidy and neat, I feel so much better, better work-life balance, like all of these things, really, it's just 
about me and making myself mm-hmm. feel better. And when you feel better, you're going to be more likely to achieve all of these things that you set out to do in your life, in your goal, in your New Year's resolution. And you really, I say it all the time, but you can't pour from an empty glass. Wow. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. It's you true. Really can't. It's like, huh, I hate the feeling of being like burnt out or like just too tired to function. I feel like that was me last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Honestly, the whole holiday season, like it was all about doing things for everybody else or like running the business or like, I don't know. It was just a lot. I didn't take any time for myself and it was, you know, except for like my birthday, but like that's, I need to do it just because I need to like make days or times about myself and do things for myself just because it doesn't always Mm -hmm. have to be a special occasion. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. You could take a random Sunday and be like, Hey, this is self-care Sunday. Self-care Sunday. I love that. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. That's really good. Good Sorry. Uh, Another one I have on my list, which this is going to be a really tough one for me um, because I feel like I'm such a mess in this category, but get my finances in order. And I'm not setting any kind of specific amount for myself of you need to save this or you need to hit this monetary goal or anything like that because I don't want to put unnecessary pressure on myself. So I'm just doing like the necessities. Like I wrote down that I'm going to actually use and implement my uh, budget binder that I did buy from myself off a TikTok shop. I'm really excited to dive into that. I will update you guys on how that goes to um, pay off. And if not off, pay down my credit card debt and to open back up my savings account because I did have to close my savings account this year because I needed the money out of it, but to open up. And also I want to look into, I keep hearing about a high yield savings account and that that's a thing. So specifically, I would like to open up a high yield savings account if I can and just really just start saving some money and getting healthy with my finances and getting very transparent with myself. Because again, I bury my head in the sand. Like I don't even know what my interest is on my credit cards because I quite frankly don't want to know but I'm sick of burying my head in the sand. Like I want to get down and dirty with the numbers, see where I'm at, see where I can cut things and just get really smart with my money. Yeah. That's a good goal. Yeah. Cause you know what? You can still live week to week and be rich if you don't properly like deal with your money. You know what I'm saying? Like you can, you can literally, there's a reason the stat is insanely high. Like there are like, it's a way too high of a percentage of people living week to week, despite people living above the line or above, you know, above the whatever, like financial line. I don't know what you call it, but like, because people even with money, they don't know how to manage their money. So that's mm-hmm. a really good goal to set to just like manage your money better, to get that budgeting going. So you definitely have to keep us updated on how that goes. Yes, I definitely will. I think I'm going to open up. I'm going to cry. It like scares me. So I, I, my budget binder is still in the packaging. But I'm going to crack it open today, dive in and see, just take it like one step at a time and just try not to get overwhelmed. That's amazing. Yeah, I'll keep you updated. I have a goal and um, I it's a very, you guys are going to like make fun of me. <laughs> No, you guys are gonna, you guys are gonna make fun of me. Um, but I, so I used to never read. Like I, I, I just, I was never a reader. Um, I loved writing, hated reading, which is like I was my own oxymoron, which just doesn't even make sense. <laughs> um, 
and but then like obviously I discovered like self-development books and like self-help books and all these things and I was like oh wait I like this kind of reading like this is cool reading and then I discovered audible which does help because it you know I don't always have time to like crack open an actual book even though I do prefer it because I like to take notes um but because of Audible and because of, you know, having a game plan, I want to read 20 books in the year. Now, I know that's like most people read like 50 something books or 100 books. I it's not realistic for me to read that many books because I used to never read. And last year I read a few books and I really, really liked them. And that's why we started doing Hustled Up Book Club. And I was like, OK, I'm getting I'm getting somewhere with these books. And a lot of these books have been really helpful as you guys know, because we've done quite a few book club episodes at this point. And so I want to really prioritize reading in 2024. And I want to read 20 books. So that's less than two books a month, but more than one book a month. Um, And I will primarily read self-help books or self-development or like business books and things like that. And um, to take it a step further, my why is because it does help me implement strategies into my personal and professional life to hit other goals. It all works together. And also um, it just makes me feel good to know that there are solutions to like problems that I'm having. And so I am going to, I haven't done it yet, but I have it in my head um, cause it's like, it's planner season for me now. So I'm putting everything onto paper. I'm putting it in my planners. Um, but I'm going to write a list of the books that I want to read in 2024. I probably won't maybe make a full 20 list. I'll probably just do like, maybe like 15 and then add as I go or something. Um, but I have quite a few books that I do want to read uh, and finish. Like I never finished an edited life. So I really want to finish that. And, I might get canceled for this, but I do want to read the Rachel Hollis book. I don't remember what it's called. I want to read. Uh, <laughs> I do also. I don't know if she's still canceled, but either way, I want to read like the book. I feel like she's uncanceled, but honestly, her books are still good. Like she it's said a, a dumb thing, book, yeah. but it's still, it doesn't discredit like her books. In I my feel opinion. like for me, like I, sh- I should be extra like, no, you're <laughs> like absolutely not considering our profession, but it's fine. Um, I definitely, I also didn't finish Atomic Habits. Like I have a lot of like half finished books. Oh that I girl, need to me too. I am like the queen of unfinished books. The amount of books I need to go through and like write them all down. Cause the amount of unfinished books I have in my like drawer is disgusting. <laughs> it's bad. It's really bad. I have a lot of unfinished books as well. I also didn't finish the one that we were reading. Um, I forget what it's called. <laughs> like I started reading it at the recommendation of Kenya. Um, the E-Myth? Yes, the E-Myth. Yes, I never you have to finished, finish that. Never finished that. But like there are so many books that I have to finish. So I will start them over probably just so that they're fresh in my head. And I'll mm-hmm. add those to the list of 20. And then I have a couple more here um, at home that I literally have in book form that I need to read. So I'm definitely going to make sure I write that list down and get started with that. Honestly, today, there's nothing holding me back. (laughs) That's such a good idea. I'm stealing that because all I wrote on my, I wrote a list of like general like goals as well, and but weren't in any category. And I wrote down to read more books and I didn't write down a specific number because I was like, I genuinely don't know because I also never used to be a reader, but this past year I really have gotten into books. And I think I'm going to make a list because I need to go through like my cabinet and be like, okay, well, how many of these books did I start? Like, what do I want to read? You know, and I'm, I'm going to do the same. I'm going to make a list. Yeah, I think it, that. I think it'll help me because I'm like, oh, like, what book do I want to read? And then I'm like, oh, I'll start it tomorrow. Like, 
if I just have a list and I can like check them off as I go and then I do plan on I made a it's not a planner it's a book but I'm going to like literally write a review of each book that I read Mm, love that yeah and like write down my nose and like give it like a star rating based on like how much I think it's going to help me like all that good stuff so I'm definitely going to do that and kind of just really take it to the next level um this year and hopefully I can achieve that goal so I feel like don't laugh at me people I know 20 books doesn't seem like a lot but for me it's uh it's actually a pretty it's a brave goal to set yeah (laughs) I think 20 books is a lot that's like you said it's like more than one a month which is I think impressive I don't know I've also was never a reader growing up too until I kind of discovered self-help books which I just feel like they're more my job you know what you have to read oh my god you have to read can't hurt me that was one Mm. of the best books I've ever read in my life by David Goggins it's really really good I read that during COVID yeah you know what if actually since we're here and doing this if you listen to this point, go to the episode announcement on our Instagram at hustle.podcast and leave me book recommendations. What should I add to yes, my list? Yes, absolutely. I would love that discussion. Speaking of that too, I also wrote down that I want to get back into my miracle morning routine. So that's something I want to do starting tomorrow, get back into it. And if I miss a day, I'm not going to do that thing because this is what always happens. I miss a day and then I'm like, oh, I screwed up. I'm going to just stop. No, if I miss a day or I have to do a really shortened version, that's fine. Get back into it tomorrow. So that's another personal goal for me. Love it. That's a great one. Yeah. And I'm right there with you because I, I slacked in the month of December. That was like <laughs> tough though. It was tough. It was really tough. It was. I find it so tough on weekends. Like I was doing pretty good and then like I would fall off on the weekends and then I'd get discouraged that I fell off and you know, mm-hmm. I find it way harder to do on the weekends. Yeah, it is. I know. I but it's you know, January is just easier to do all this stuff because like it's a quiet month. You know what I mean? Like there isn't much going on in the month of January. So it's just yeah. like easier to stick to all these goals. So we just got to make sure we carry them into the rest of the year. That's the thing. It's like, I don't want to be sitting here February, like looking back, like, oh, I, I gave up on everything. Like, yeah. <laughs> which is why, like, and I think it's so important too, just in general with goal setting, I think it's so important not to overload your plate with so many unrealistic goals like yes it's good to have stretch goals yes it's good to push yourself but at the same time you want to be realistic with yourself because you don't want to be sitting here February 1st feeling like crap about yourself because you physically weren't able to do all the things you set out to do yeah this is why it's so important to like understand yourself Mm -hmm. like and and also sometimes like I know like we all think like new year new me we want to change everything overnight And that's hardly how it works. You can't change your entire life and your entire routine in one day. You have to start small. So for me, I know that I want to work out. Well, actually, I don't know because I didn't write it down yet. (laughs) But I know that I want to work out. I know I want to walk on the treadmill. I would like to do it every day, all five days a week. But realistically, am I going to like just all of a sudden do my miracle morning, do my treadmill workout, uh, take the dog for a walk and eat every meal that's healthy and give up, you know, all of these things and plan every single day. Cause like, I want to obviously journal every day and like do all this stuff. Like, am I going to do all, and and also like set firm boundaries and post to social media every single day. Like, am I going to do that starting tomorrow and like, just do everything at once? Probably not. So you need to like, really like set a game plan for like how you're going to ease yourself into like all of the things you want to be doing. 
Yeah. It's like but atomic habits. It's like you tiny can't. habits. Yes. You can't like just like completely change your life in one day. Like it, it maybe you can, but you're not going to stick to it that way. You need to ease yourself into these new routines and these new habits and these new things that you want to be doing. So um, I just, you know, I feel that I feel that it's important to put that out there as well. Agreed. 100%. And don't beat yourself up if you miss a day. Like I want to post to social media every single day except for Sundays. That's the goal. On Sundays, I want to digitally detox. That is going to be freaking hard to do for me. <laughs> I have, I am like a major phone addict, but I think it's really important to do a digital detox. So this has been something that's been weighing heavy on me. And because I want to detox on Sundays, I want to make sure that I have content up and ready to go on all of our social media platforms, including Hustled Up, uh, every single day, Monday through Saturday. So am by I digital gonna- detox, does that mean you can't go on your phone at all? I Well, for me, I'll have the phone on. But I will not, I probably will have it like in a do not disturb type mode or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I will not be on like Facebook or social media on Sundays. That is okay. Gotcha. That is the goal. Um, I just feel like I need it. I feel like I'm way too on my phone all the time, constantly, you know, because part of my career is that I have to be on social media. So I can't do it seven days a week anymore. I feel like it's burning me out and I need a break. So I think on Sundays I would like to, and and am I going to like be able to do that on an entire Sunday? No. So I'm probably going to start with like a two hour detox or a four hour detox. And then maybe I'll like after a few months I'll or a month or two, I'll go to like a half day detox until they get to a point where like Sundays not having my phone on is like something that I can just do with ease. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, just be really in the moment and be present and all that stuff. That's kind of, like, my goal. Love that. Yeah. I really I like need, that. like, I need a good digital detox, like, so bad. So Definitely. Bad. So <laughs> Definitely. Bad. So that's one of my – so that, that that's one of my other goals, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yep. Do you have awesome. any others that you can think of? Um, I have a couple other like general ones. Like, of course, like I want to um, grow hustled up and be more consistent with podcasting in general, social media posts for hustled up and whatnot. Um, and then I also want to, I made a habit tracker, which I used to be very into habit tracking. I made one for January. I want to be consistent and track my habits. And again, not to beat myself up if I miss a habit or two. You know, but just to see, just to see where I'm at. And I feel like it's just fun to like kind of hold yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. You know, plus I just love marking things off like on oh, paper. Me too. <laughs> me too. I love that's it. I love like to do lists. <laughs> habit trackers are great. Like that's what, you know, so I totally understand that. Yeah. But that that's pretty much it. Those are, those are majority of my goals. That's a good goal list. I have to like really like finalize mine and put it on paper because, you know, it's all like in the top of my noggin. <laughs> yeah, you definitely do. I was very excited to dive into my planner and I have a different planner spread this year and I have to make my spread and I'm like a little lost. <laughs> it's, it's, it takes some getting used to when you switch your layout. It does. Like, I'm going to need your help. Like I literally am staring at this thing. Like, what do I do? Where do I put the stickers? It's okay. I <laughs> <laughs> like what, 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 so, uh, what, what, <laughs> what? I will, you know what I'll do? I'll send you some pictures of some of my old spreads. I also Please plan, do. I also plan it on YouTube, You like, 
That's true. That. That's so you true. can always check out my YouTube channel and yeah, see, I may have to because I'm lost. I'll send you. I'll send you some pictures of my previous spreads. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Give you some inspiration. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and don't worry, guys, because we'll be doing next week a plan your hustle um, episode, and we'll talk all about planning and where to get started with that. And um, even we'll talk about journaling. We'll have just like a really cool episode for you. Um, if you love putting pen to paper, that will be the episode for you. So make sure you tune in next week. Awesome. I'm excited for that. Well, in the meantime, as always, you can always reach out to us on social media, give us book recommendations. If you want to be a guest on this podcast, please, please, we are definitely looking to have more guests in the future. Please do not be shy. You can reach out to us on Instagram at hustle.podcast, or you can always shoot us an email over at hustle.podcast at gmail.com. Do not be shy. Yes, and make sure you drop those book recommendations for me. I'm looking forward to it. You can also send those over to me personally if you'd like. I am at Planning and Polish on Instagram or at Holly and Silva on TikTok. And all the rest of my social channels will be linked. And you can, of course, find me on Instagram and TikTok at Laura and Tolly. And don't forget to also go follow us on our business page, also Instagram and TikTok at Chores and More. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I know this was a long one. Hopefully you got some ideas for maybe some of your own goals that you'd like to set. We'd love to hear that. So make sure you connect with us. And until next week, go kick some booty. Bye.